Welcome, everybody. It's Go Time Podcast with Jay and James. I am here by myself today. James is MIA. But I'm here uh, to talk about something and take a deep dive into something that's very special and very personal in my life. So I'm going to get on a little tangent here and down a different path. Uh, not much sports-related stuff, maybe a little in my life and how this attributes to it. But... Uh, We'll follow up with sports and all the updates on next week's show. Uh, again, always brought to you by the Dorkening Podcast and Deadly Grounds Coffee, so get you some. Uh, so with the promotions aside, let's, let's, let's get into this. I want to take a deep dive into this topic, something very special to me. Uh, for those of you, all of your listeners that know me, you've known that I've grown up with a very rare disease called phenylketonuria. PKU for short. So for everybody, I'm going to use that acronym PKU going forward. Now what it is, it is a very rare disease. Uh, I had to, geez, look it up on Wikipedia. I mean, go figure. I've had it all my life, but uh, I know what it is. But uh, I'm trying to do a little bit of a medical term for all of you listeners to kind of give you a base of where we're at, right? So what it is, uh, it is an inborn error of metabolism that results in a decreased metabolism of amino acid phenylalanine. In other words, I'm missing an enzyme that breaks down phenylalanine, which is pretty much in all foods. Uh, what I like to tell people when always growing up, kind of easy to equate it to a thing called protein. So if a food has high protein content, ipso facto, you probably have a very high phenylalanine content. Again, um, this is just super layman's terms. Let's not, you know, kill me on on, on the actuals, but uh, this is just how I grew up and this is the world I kind of lived in. So, I mean, think about it, guys. I couldn't eat hot dogs or hamburgers or cheese or milk or uh, just a prefla of things that I just could not eat um, growing up. So... A lot of people used to look at me all funny and be like, oh my God, I can't believe that. I mean, how did, how did you even, how, how have you not had a steak or a hamburger? Well, when you never had it, people, it's not that big of a deal. Um, with untreated in infants, I mean, this thing can cause intellectual disabilities, seizures, behavior problems, mental disorders. I mean, it really affects your brain and spinal cord. I mean, just think brain damage. Um not good stuff. No bueno, right? Uh, untreated in teens or adults. So now that you've been treated, you know, you get through that phase of being infants and, and kind of growing up, all that uh, developmental stages, you get through that. Well, now it affects your executive functioning as a teen or an adult. And what is that? Well, it's the following, man. It, 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 it creates hard to focus, following directions, handling emotions, adaptable thinking, planning, organization, time management, and working memory. I mean, gosh, for all you people, all you listeners that do a daily job or whatever, think about not having those key elements in your day-to-day -day life. That if I eat incorrectly or have a high level, which I'll get into later, uh, yeah, this would affect all those things. It, it kind of affects me when I was taking the SATs um, back in high school. Any test taking. Any long term where I had to really dig in, you know, for not that, that I want to call it a disability, but it, it was kind of a mental disorder um, with high levels came bad executive functioning skills. 
Um, so again, not, not awesome. I mean, you can only imagine high school, college, and my work career, my work life has been a struggle up until recently. So let me kind of get into it in my, in my earlier years, you know, I had to call my mom on the phone and kind of ask her, Hey, you know, what, what was I like as a zero to four? I can't really remember that far back and be very specific about it. She said, you know, obviously like many kids, happy, go lucky, had a smile on my face, liked to perform for others, dance, whatever. Right. For those of you who know me again, you know, all those things are true. So but obviously, like any kid, hey, man, if I'm fed, if I sleep, you know, you're, you're pretty, you're pretty happy go lucky baby, right? But my mom did an amazing job trying to keep my levels in check, always do constant blood work. So what that what that is, is, you know, you take a prick on the on the finger, or I have to go into the uh, clinic or whatever it may be. Uh, and my mom always remembered trips of having to go from Long Island all the way into downtown New York or wherever Queens Bellevue Hospital I think uh which you know not the not the crazy ward but uh that hospital I'd have to go to right crying or whatever it may be just because I'm starving and I need to fast and take this blood test and this would create like a level like what my fee level was at how much phenylalanine was in my my blood and you'd be gauged on those levels and you know a normal level uh, is anywhere in between zero to two for people without PKU, right? Zero to four, uh, or two to four, uh, you're, you're doing, you're rocking and rolling. You're doing very well, uh, especially for infants. So like I said, kudos to my mom. Uh, she really like baked a lot, a lot of low protein foods, special dietary, uh, prescription-based type formulas that gave me the protein necessary to go about my day-to-day. Um, which then, you know, which, you know, as I got older, uh, had to increase some of that caloric intake and, uh, you know, had to go down different paths to get it, right? You know, I'm not getting it through steak or hamburger or whatever it may be, hot dog, dairy. I'd have to kind of go through sugar or, carbo- or carbohydrates in order to get that. So, Early on in my life, you know, I was really getting involved with fruits, vegetables. Those became my friends. I loved them. You know, I I never thought anything different. You know, people would look at me and be like, wow, you know, like that kid likes to eat his vegetables. Well, you know, when it's the only thing you can eat, man, they're fantastic, right? So let me go on to the now my elementary years. So this, this is kind of where I noticed my lunches were a little different. When I used to go to birthday parties, I couldn't have ice cream. I couldn't have cake. You know, kids at that age, not awesome, right? They started looking at me a little differently. I th- looked at myself a little differently. Hey, why, why is my lunch like this and not like that? But, you know, to be honest with you, my lunches were always better. You know, like I said, you know, getting that caloric intake, you know, there was there was, there was was veggies, there was fruits. And guess what? There was some fruit snacks or whatever. Um, so there was always something that other kids wanted and, you know, you can't make everyone happy. Right. So, uh, but geez, think about it now going to a birthday party and you kind of have to watch everything. You got to be having special food. You have your own cupcake to the side. That's special, special, even though they tasted very delicious. Thank you, mom. But, uh, they're not the same. Right. Cause later in my life I got to have real cake and guess what? That shit is way better. You know, if, uh, I'm sure everyone agrees. Those of you listening on PKU, um, hopefully you're listening. You know what I'm talking about. All right. So now 
moving along, right? I'm getting out of those elementary years and starting to notice little things, but you know, it's all good. It's all good. You know, it's not, not, not affecting me too much. Now, when I get into high school, most of my friends by now understood about my dietary restrictions and are all overall didn't phase me too much. Uh, I started to excel in sports. So here's kind of where the sports element comes in. So in high school, I started to really develop. Obviously you're going through, you know, those stages of your life and, uh, sports became my outlet, right? So, uh, schooling, learning, whatever, like I talked about executive functioning or whatever, if I had high levels was a struggle. Um, my mom also attributed, uh, and I can't argue with this is that, uh, I was easily distracted. Um, wasn't a diligent student and lazy at times. So I can agree with all those as well on top of, well, how much did that executive functioning have to do with it? Time management, uh, critical thinking, um, stuff like that. So, you know, it, it, you can't have one without the other, how I look at it today. But again, you know, my mom was very happy. She, she wanted to make a comment about this when I talked to her the other day that she was very happy about how I excelled in sports. Um, as a sophomore, I was on three varsity teams. As a freshman, I was on varsity lacrosse. Um, I lettered in many sports and I, as a senior became a captain, hold a couple school records for basketball, uh, was all conference, all league, uh, senior all-star for lacrosse. Uh, you know, things were great, right? Uh, I thought I was going to play some sports in college, but again, you know, my five, eight frame, um, not, not, not conducive to, uh, getting to that level of, uh, sports, but, uh, I tried and I played football in college and, you know, again, in all intents and purposes, super excelled at it, had an outlet, obviously whatever my parents did when I was a younger kid really did not affect my brain, uh, and spinal, my coordination was, uh, really good. Right. So, but think about that. So in, in football, I was the quarterback, right? So I had to go through plays. I had to learn defenses. I had to remember what everybody was doing, uh, have great memory recall, was able to act fast. And guess what? On a lot of days I did. I mean, I excelled at it. And other days it was a struggle. Practices were a struggle. There was no continuity to a lot of things. Uh, and, you know, maybe it has some to do with my levels and, some to do with uh, me being lazy. Who knows, right? Um, but, you know, by the grace of God, I was able to get out of high school. Uh, I was able to go to college, and I was very thankful for that. Um, and, that, you know, finally in college is where I kind of grew up and only played a couple years of football and played a, you know, got recruited to play lacrosse and, um, but kind of took a step back, you know, I, I kind of understood that uh, studies were really where it's at, you know, sports were, weren't really going to lead me anywhere. Um, so I just dove into education and, and, and cracked the books. Right. And I, and I did okay with that, but it was a struggle, man. I mean, if you think about it, what would take me or a normal person, maybe an hour to take a test took me two, or, um, an assignment, a paper, I would take me all week to write a four page paper. Um, some of that again has to do with, uh, laziness or whatever, or procrastination, but again, procrastination, time management, geez, we're splitting hairs here. So, 
And trust me, uh, you know that feeling you get, everybody, when when you go to college, um, your, your parents drop you off or whatever, and they're gone, right? You're on your own, which is a great feeling and also a sinking feeling, especially for me. That was my first time being away from home for an extended period of time. And now the diet was all on me. You know, I'm 18, 19 years old. I got to figure all figure all this out on my own. Uh, my mom and dad gave me the tools and they provided for me and really helped me out. But uh, here I am now walking through the lunchroom and guess what? I can take that extra bag of chips or I can take that extra big potato or mashed potato or whatever it may be. And I knew they weren't great for me, but uh, man, I was hungry, you know, grown boy, right? So, which ipso facto kind of created a high levels, executive functioning uh, problems and, you know, school, school got through it, got uh, graduated on time, um, did not blow the doors down with my grades, but you know, I was about a B, B plus average. 3.2, 3.5, something, somewhere along there. I can't, I can't complain. Um, now, post-college and adulthood, I mean, let's let's zip through my 20s here. <laughs> you know, like, I, I'll be honest with you, nobody really wants to hear about that because uh, I don't even remember it, you know, like like most of you. Uh, a lot of fun. I, I got a job right away, and uh, that was great. Uh, I worked hard. I got promoted, and I was able to get out of New Jersey and uh, where I was when I started work, and got back to Connecticut. Uh, I was in a sales role, and you know, when sales, you really got to be really good with your time management, your planning, your critical thinking. And again, here I am now on my own, away from home. Now I'm starting to eat more differently, going out to business lunches, trying to fit it, fit in, eat what I can not taking my formula every day, which is the protein I need, you know, the, the prescription based protein I needed to serve, not survive, but just to, to be healthy levels were starting to skyrocket. You know, I was averaging in the twenties. And like I mentioned for an adult, you want to be around six to eight, maybe even less. And you're still not firing on all cylinders because for all people that don't have PKU, you're operating in a level of zero to two. So if I'm at a six or an eight, I'm already behind the eight ball. But it's good. It's okay in the PKU world, so to speak. So here I am. I'm operating in the 20s. So you can imagine. And I was doing that for years and years and years. So you can imagine how my executive functioning just became a day-to-day thing. And it affected me, right? Well, um, the best thing about my 20s is that I got to meet somebody, an amazing person, my future wife, you know, she was a nurse, which was key, ladies and gentlemen, she made sure I stayed on track, she helped me through some dark times, aka high levels, not dark, like depressing, but uh, it could lead to that, right, with high levels, Um, I would call her a saint, I mean, to deal with my mood swings, my elevated levels during those early years, and still stick with me, and stay with me, stay by my side, she's must have been doing something right, right? Uh, but because of her and being in the medical field, like I said, she was a nurse. She, her thirst for knowledge of what PKU was all about and advancements that they were making uh, through newsletters and through um, the internet. Um, she really stayed on top of things, which which I thank, I thank her for. Uh, she kind of opened my eyes to uh, a drug called Kuvan, which was kind of a powdered su- su- substance prescription that I would take that would help 
lower my levels. So I was up around 20s. I was able to drop it to as low as an 11. Now here I am still operating kind of off diet, more or less, which means I'm not eating so many low protein foods, roots and vegetables. I'm kind of mixing in more carbohydrates, um, still staying away from dairy, hot dog, the bigger ones, the big hitters, the big hitters of protein. But, uh, you know, I was starting to dabble, you know, uh, going out to eat. I wouldn't, you know, I, I don't go completely off menu or just stick with a salad. Uh, I was able to kind of move along as I, as I please. And, had bagels and stuff like that, which, uh, I learned to have a lot of, you know, that had, would have a lot of protein because it's very dense bread. But anyway, I digress. Uh, so with her thirst for knowledge, she came across this very special, special medication later, you know, as, 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 you know, now we're in, uh, I'm in my thirties. Right. And, and, uh, a couple years ago, this drug called pound Zeke miracle drug, uh, was coming out. And what it would do is kind of is it act like an enzyme, act like that amino acid that to kind of help uh, process that amino uh, phenylalanine. Um, and uh, you know, it, it became like a miracle drug for me. Um, and like I said, it a prescription medication. What it was was to you uh, uh, lower my blood levels and fee in adults with PKU. Uh, and it's an injection method, so I have to take a shot. I'm taking currently two shots a day of the higher dosage. Uh, not great. So when I tell people, yeah, I'm I'm taking shots, and and guess what? It can cause anaphylaxis. <laughs> so I have to carry an EpiPen now. What a hurdle that was, right? For all you listeners of PKU or you know, people with EpiPens or whatever, um, you're like, oh yeah, no, that's, that's common. You know, like people allergic to nuts or whatever it may be. But for me, it, it, I didn't have to do that. And that was a big hurdle for me. I'm like, oh wow, I'm going to take this drug now. That's going to help with one thing, but could cause a whole nother thing, something catastrophic. Well, it made me nervous, but my wife kind of helped me through it and working with the BioMarin team and, and, and Pal and Zeke, they really, uh, taught you very well on, on how to, uh, inject and, and, and notice some symptoms. And if you did notice those things and, um, what do you got to do about it? Right. Uh, how to inject the EpiPen, so on and so forth. Um, but again, like I said, maybe nervous, but I'm, I'm getting through it. So, uh, I started back in November, 2018. Now think about this. My first level back then was a 28 guys, 28. Again, six to eight is normal for an adult. Zero to two is normal for someone without PKU. So I'm off the reservation here, right? And I've been operating this way for probably 20 years now. So for all you people that know me, I am not firing on all cylinders. And it was an awful feeling. Like, uh, I just didn't know. I thought I was just lazy or incompetent or I was just like, this is, this, I am who I am. Like Popeye. Um... But it took almost two years for the drug to finally work. So back in August, my levels are sit, dropped exponentially. From 28, I got up to 30s at times, dancing around the 20s for over two years. It would drop to the teens and back up. So in August, it dropped down to like three. And I was like, oh, oh, holy crap. So I started to dabble. I started to dabble in real food, everybody. Chicken, 
dairy, cheese. Cheese cheese was definitely the first. So I got to have pizza with cheese on it for the first time. It was, it was amazing. Cheese by itself was amazing. Um, cheese on a salad, amazing. Um, and then uh, since August, I've been averaging six or below. Uh, so I've been doing very well. And now I'm eating all the foods, everybody, all the foods enjoying bacon egg and cheese in the morning or not every morning but uh you know sausage uh not not into milk as of yet but dairy definitely love cheese you know uh chicken's very good one of my favorite chicken wings obviously um haven't had a good steak yet you know i'm still working my way up to that but hamburgers are awesome hot hot dogs i've had here and there uh you know can't wait to have a one of those at a baseball game this year. Um, cause my dad always said when I, when it, when it, when I was born and the doctor was trying to explain it to him, my dad was like, first thing out of his mouth, wait a second, you're telling me I can't have a beer and a hot dog with my son. Well, guess what, dad, you can now. And it's, it's great. And he's very happy for me. So this Palazik has been a miracle drug, uh, two years in the making. I finally got over the, over the hurdle. Um, and now I'm getting to enjoy the food. You know, I stopped the prescription formula, the other protein. Uh, I'm really off diet. I don't track. I just take blood levels every once in a while to make kind of monitor things. But uh, as of right now, it's 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 pretty awesome. So that that's that's great on the food behalf. Now let's talk about this executive functioning thing. This is what I'm more excited about, and this is what I want to tell all the people. You know, if PKU listeners are listening. The executive function in Portion cannot be overlooked. My work ethic, my uh, email uh, turnaround, uh, my time management, my critical thinking, every, all those tools. I, I am sharper. My brain is clear. The fog has been lifted out of my brain. I am firing all cylinders. Feel amazing. My golf game's getting better. Uh, because I'm not so stressed out. It doesn't create the anxiety that high levels would. Uh, it would have an internal anxiety and, uh, and, and energy levels. I feel great. I feel amazing. I feel reborn. It's awesome. I can't explain it enough for some of you PKUers. Guess what, people? I now, my brain is functioning in a manner very similar to you. All you, all you people without PKU. Uh, who are operating at levels between zero and two. Guess what? I've operated in those levels recently, and it's fucking amazing. I apologize for swearing, but I can't can't emphasize enough um, how amazing this drug is and, and how clear-minded and focused and driven I am. Um, work has gotten better. I'm communicating more in meetings. I'm attentive. Uh, I'm on point. You know, work is starting to get easier in my world, not stressed out. Anxieties are at a minimum because like my sister said to me, I was like, oh, this drug is going to be so amazing. I'm, I'm feeling so good. Well, I'm still going to have anxiety. I'm still going to have depression. I'm still going to have other things that normal people have. But uh, without the PKU element that layers on top of that, on top of that, on top of that, I don't have that anymore. It's amazing. Gotcha. I just want to scream from the mountaintops. And here I am on my podcast platform, on the Dorkity Network, saying, people, I have PKU. I'm taking Pound Zeke. And I feel amazing. 
I really want to promote it. I want to tell all the people that uh, are questioning it because I'm going to post this on those pages on Facebook. Uh, and I want you to know, hey, listen to this guy. You know, I was a, a high performing athlete in high school. I got to college. I graduated, got a great job, got promoted, worked my ass off. And now at 36, I started a drug. I'm 38 now, and I feel better and clearer than I ever have. Here I am doing a podcast by myself, doing a podcast with my bud James. I wouldn't have done this. I mean, again, podcasting wasn't really a thing. And, you know, let's let's be honest. COVID kind of created time to do things like this. But guess what? I would have given up a long time ago. And here I am. I'm still chugging along. I don't care. I don't care if there's 10 listeners, two listeners, 100 listeners. You know, I'm, I'm in it just to communicate whatever I can. If, if it reaches one person and somebody gets enjoyment out of it, that's it. That's all that matters to me. So I'm really hoping this podcast really kind of opens some doors for people with PKU to listen and to say, hey, this guy did it. I can do it. And right now, Pound Zeke is, is only for adults, 18 and over. Uh, hopefully, modern advancements will uh, get it down to a younger age because you know what? I, I, I remember those days. I remember those days in high school. I remember those days in college. That was a struggle, man. It was tough being alone, trying to eat your, by yourself. My parents were amazing. They did an amazing job. All you PKUers, you know what? Call your parents. They were awesome. Your clinics, they were awesome. You know, there was a lot of stories where my mom and I would go to a doctor's office because we moved around a lot, right? I've said in other podcasts, nine states growing up. My mom was the expert. Doctors would refer to her. She kind of knew more than, you know, the doctors in the room, uh, which was kind of funny. You know, genetics, it was... I don't think I, I, I hit on this early in the pod, but this is a very rare disease. One in 12,000. One in 12,000. Let this sink in. That's For a lot of my listeners, a lot of people I know, like, oh, I've never met anybody. Yeah, of course, because one in 12,000. It's not very common. Not a common thing. I'm not vegan. I'm not um, vegetarian. <laughs> I'm a low-protein diet, low-phenylalanine diet. Uh, no bueno. And again, this thing is less than 100 years old and hasn't been treated since the 1950s. So in my and in my idea of that, it's still a very new thing. And these modern advancements have been amazing. Now, I, I, I digress and I go back to when I was a kid and the formula that I used to take that would give me the protein that I would need, the nutrients and all that good stuff. Man, the, <laughs> the stuff that I was taking... I think it was fennel free or uh, I can't remember the name. I apologize. It was awful. It tasted like dog food. I, I mean, I've never had dog food, but I've smelled dog food. And obviously, if the <laughs> formula wasn't too far off of that. So I grew up with that for the first 20 years of my life. Absolute garbage. Then they started making some prudier stuff that was palatable, but not great. Didn't give you all the great nutrients. Tasted a little bit better. They made chocolate bars and all this great stuff when I was in high school and college, but I still didn't love it. Didn't love it. Then they, you know, uh, recently I started taking this drug called Sphere, and it, it was it was vanilla flavor. Tasted like a shake. It was very delicious. I actually enjoyed it, and that really helped with a lot of my levels and a lot of my new, how I felt over the over the last ten years. And it, it was great. 
And I have a ton of that stuff uh, left over now because I don't take it anymore. So I got to figure out how to distribute that to people that need it. Um, but in closing, you know, let, let, let's try to wrap this up here. Um, for those of you that know me, to know my journey was not easy. I have to thank my parents first. My mom was incredible, building the foundation and building blocks for my success in life and in sports. You know, she was very happy, like I mentioned before. My wife for taking on the burden and the challenge. I mean, I can't thank you enough. Opening my eyes to other drugs, always wanting to push me and to do better and wanting me to be at this stage. And she's she's over the moon, you know, and I'm over the moon, too, to be honest with you. It's, it's been great. And I urge anyone with PKU that might listen to this podcast to reach out to your local clinic and ask for this amazing drug, Pal and Zeke. Get some information. Don't be scared about the anaphylaxis. Because guess what? Your clear brain and eating foods and being off diet and being unrestricted is it's liberating. The burden is off. Fog has been lifted and you're going to feel better. You're going to feel great. Um, and like I said, it's, it's not for the freedom of diet people. It's for, it's for your mind. It's for the long-term effect. Cause I was always worried about that. You know, I'd always talk to my clinics and be like, Hey, you know, all my bad habits that I created, those high levels, how is that going to affect me later in life? Like dementia, that's a thing. Like this is a thing to worry about early onset dementia. Cause it's affecting your brain, your spinal, all that stuff. And over time that can just de- deteriorate. And, and when you get older, no, not great. But not that I'm one of the oldest, but uh, there's not a lot of studies out there, right? Um, you know, this disease was founded in 1934 and only been treated since the 50s. So there's not there's not a lot of people ahead of me. There are, trust me. Um, and again, this is a worldwide thing. And I hope I, I hope I do get out to a couple of those people on Facebook and all those group chats uh, and uh, and you listen. Like I said, this is It's Go Time Podcast with Jay and James. James is not here. So I thought I'd just take this episode by myself and talk about something very personal, uh, very uh, near and dear to my heart. Uh, hopefully I can spread some knowledge. And for those PKU listeners, you're probably go- doing an aha moment or I remember that or, oh, geez, yeah, this guy's talking my language. I don't know. And for those parents of PKUs that want to listen to this podcast, I apologize for the swearing. But hey, I'm telling you, you're doing an amazing job. You know, my parents were amazing. You guys are amazing. Your kids think you're amazing. So keep doing what you're doing. Look into this Pal and Zeke. Hopefully, like I said, there's other modern advancements coming. Better things for our kids. and Because I just want them to feel the way I feel now. Feel amazing. So I'm going to end that here. Um, and I'll end with some more promotions. We're on the Dorkening Podcast Network with a bunch of shows. that uh, All fun shows, entertainment, um, got horror movie shows, Throwdown Thursday, The Lot of Sports Show, uh, obviously us, tons of other platforms, The Dorkening. Great, great content. Uh, great stuff. So get into that and, and check it out. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. 
And also, one of our other sponsors is Deadly Grounds Coffee, local coffee company out of Connecticut. Great people, great coffee. Go on to their website, getdeadly.com, order your coffee from there. It's delicious. They got great flavors. It's like horror-themed. Um, for you coffee lovers, it, it's smooth. It's velvety. It's creamy. It's delicious. Can't speak enough about it. Coffee's great. You know, coffee. Coffee's a fuel. Fuels you in the morning. Gets you through the day. Getdeadly.com. Get on their website. Any orders over fifty dollars, they ship for free within the U.S. Uh, like I said, local company out of Connecticut. Support your locals, guys. Uh, and again, all the people that know me, I, I, you know, all my friends. Thanks for always being there. You know, I did get, you know, was, was the butt of a few jokes, but uh, to be honest with you, I kind of let that roll off, and it got me to this point, and I'm, I'm happy to be where I'm at, and you know. Until next time, everybody, we'll uh, jump into more sports-related entertainment because that's what this podcast is really all about. Uh, talk about the Celtics. Uh, talk about the Red Sox. Patriots, we're out of New England. I'm, I'm Massachusetts-based, so we talk a lot of New England sports here. Um, we'll touch on NBA, NFL, drafts coming around. I hope we do a draft preview show next week because uh, we can really dive into that. What are the Patriots going to do? Are they going to trade up? Are they going to get fields? All great topics for next week's show. Uh, the Celtics are, are kicking butt right now. Uh, they've won eight of their last 11, four in a row, and uh, they're playing like a team again. So I can get on my soapbox and be like, hey, guys, they're exactly where I said they would be. Everyone needs to kind of calm down. There's Obviously, the top-tier teams in the East are better, uh, but the Celtics are, are, are fighting for that uh, four spot, and that, that would be amazing. They, they need that home court. They, they need that. But anyway, thanks for listening. Hope all is well, and uh, I'll see you guys next week. Thank you for all the loyal listeners out there, and have a great day, guys. Peace out.